and gentlemen, give it up for... Mater James Putito. This song always played when I used to go to, like, in strip clubs when I was sub-21. Oh, dude, strippers love this they song. They love Tool, and they loved this song. Yeah. You know, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Destiny. It's recording, baby. Uh, one day I'll tell you a story about a stripper. Oh, I thought you were t- <laughs> I want, One day I'll tell you a story about a stripper. It's not a happy stripper story. Oh, shit. It's, it's fucking very morbid. Very, uh... Why can't you tell it now? This, I think this is a perfect moment. Yeah. All right, well, since Tool is playing. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, I was in a band that was young. Yeah. You know? A young yeah. band. Young. I was young. The band was young. We were all young. And, um... Yeah, it was weird. Uh, we went. We had a friend that would go to our shows, and then later on in life, we found out that she was a stripper. Okay. Yeah, um, and she would go to all our shows. She would help promote our shows. She would put shows on for us, and then I guess she died, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like it ended up being like a like a homicide. Ooh. Yeah, and then we found out she was a stripper. After the fact. After the fact. Kind of weird. It's my weird stripper story. I have a sim. I have a similar story. Go ahead. Not she didn't die, but uh, I was so I, from graduating high school, and then for like a period of like five six years, I didn't see anybody from high school. Nobody. Uh-huh. I basically like disappeared because I just didn't want to see those people really. And so, at some point, I started hanging out with some people from high school. And this one girl in particular who I used to hang out with, she was a senior when I was a junior, lost contact and then reconnected and we were like, oh cool, like, you know, let's hang out again. I went to her house and her roommate was, she was like, oh yeah, like I don't really like to tell anybody, but like, you know, I, you know I, I've been doing nights at Deja Vu or whatever the fuck. <laughs> What's that, Hummy? Oh, you didn't bring two? Shit! Ladies and gentlemen, if you want your business to decline in sales, just hire Bruno. Bruno Norby, the sales killer. No. <laughs> One beer bringing ass, Bruno. <laughs> Killing it, brother. <laughs> Anywho, so you uh, have a friend that worked at Deja Vu. Well, I had so yeah, so it was a girl that I knew in high school, and so my brain was like, should I, should I go, should I go, should I go? And you went. I didn't. No, because uh, I felt like I felt like it was breaching like some sort of like friendship contract. I was a stupid. I was a stupid 19-year-old Yeah, at the I don't time. think that counts when you're, like, 19. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I was like, eh. Did she die? She didn't die. Dude, this girl died. Apparently, she was a stripper. Apparently. Yeah. Um. How did she die? You got me? I have no idea. Apparently, it was a murder. Apparently. Oh, okay, so. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. As soon as, I mean, when I found that out, it was a few years removed from when I talked to her and... You know, I think the band was either a. I think the band had already broken up, or yeah. old, and that just came to my. It came to me, I was like, whoa. Anyway, why? Because we're listening to Tool, I'm and apparently, for tidal waves. apparently, strippers enjoy dancing to Tool. Yeah. Or Tool. being introduced to Tool and Perfect Circle. I, I both of those are are big stripper stripper hits. And what do those bands have in common? Oh, Bruno, you the best. Bruno is the best. Yeah, Bruno, we love you. I love you guys. Hey, Bruno, why don't you tell people what you like to do as a hobby when you're not working here? I play baseball. No, oh, no, it's something you're actually good at. Oh. <laughs> Does a hobby have to be something you're good at? Yeah. You do a lot of gambling. Yeah? What, you, what did you recently win, Bruno? Are you good at that? Zero dollars. No? Zero Over dollars. under, 3500 Over. Daddy, you. Daddy, you. Daddy, you. So you don't need to work here anymore. That's 
here. Wait, wait, you're down here. Who's tending bar? Uh, Tommy. Reed. Reed, awesome. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> and, the, and some other chick that's up there. Bruno, you will have your moment in the sun on Emo Brown. It's coming very soon, my friend. Okay. You've been, you've been threatening him that for a while now. Yeah. Well, he's asking me, when am I going to be on Emo Brown? I've never said that. Oh, no? Maybe one time when I was drunk. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, you should have me on there. That's the only way That's the only way you're going to come on Emo Brown now. It's okay. Drunk. Get your ass up to work. Go get to work. What am I paying you to do? Come on. <laughs> so, uh, uh, now that we have we Tool in the background. On me too. We should start a segment. Like, what can we blame on Bruno now? <laughs> it's, easier, it's easier to say what we can't blame on you. Have you listened to the new album? I've dabbled with it. Okay. I haven't sat down and gotten lost completely with Tool. Yeah. I mean, truth be told, I am a Tool fan. I enjoy listening to Tool. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. after the long break, I just kind of like... It's 13 years, uh, buddy. That's yeah, a long break. It's bro. a long it's time. a long time. What's, what's, what's interesting about that album, that last album, 10,000 Days, is that I was, I was an adult, technically, right? But so much has happened... Since then, I mean, I've uh, I've gotten married, bought a house, lost your hair, had two kids. Lot, well, I was losing my hair before that. Yeah, okay. Uh, and it's weird to think that there hasn't been a new Tool album since I, you know, since I've become like an, a, a fucking full functioning adult, full functioning adult, and it trips me out. And it's it 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 finally showed up, and it's here, and it's good. Is it? It's good, man. I you know, I have. I have been reading and watching a lot of videos, uh, people that don't like it, and I'm okay with that. I, I used to take music very personally. It's okay for you to be okay with people not liking what you like. Well, no, what, what, I, what I mean is that like kind of in the vein of like growing up and, you know, figuring life out, I, I used to be, I used to take music very personally. Like if you didn't like the shit I listened to, I wasn't really, you know, a fan of yours. But now, dude, like if you don't like it. That's fine. It's not for you. It's not for. It's not for you. It's not for everybody. It's for me to enjoy. Yeah. This is my music is a very intimate, personal relationship. I agree with you, and with that, music makes you feel. I love a band named Millencolin. Oh, Millencolin's good. Everyone shits on Millencolin. What was the first for you? What was the first album that really affected you? You know, to a, to a to a deep extent. Explain deep extent. So for me, yes. I, I will give you mine because uh, it happened at a, like a very turny, pointy time in my life. Was Green Day's Dookie? Mm-hmm. It came at a point in my life where I was like, where I was like, good album, great in, album. In between dads, mm-hmm. like my mom had just left my dad. You latched onto that, and my mom was seeing some dude, mm-hmm. and who later became my stepdad, and. It was one of those albums that I like clung to because it, it it was my first CD that I ever owned. And it was one of those things where I was like, dude, this is speaking directly. Right at you, boy. Right to me. Right at you, boy. And it was like, yeah. it's it's And it's my, I think it's probably like my favorite album. Okay. In terms of things that affected me. Well, that is an in-deep look into your life and music. <laughs> I can't come anywhere close to that. But I can't compete where it comes to the first album I ever bought was at Costco with my own money. Ooh. And that's when CDs came like in a the big plastic thing. ass box, bro. Yeah. It was like a humongous box. <laughs> it was like I ordered a pair of socks and they delivered that shit in a box and meant to deliver. I don't know. Yeah. A fucking stepper or something. Yeah. Something huge. So I unwrapped it and uh, another bad creation came out. Orale. Yeah. So about two CDs that day. It was ABC. 
you know, Aisha, you uh-huh, were the girl uh-huh. that I never had. And Belle Biv DeVoe, BBD. Wow. The East Coast family. As a matter of fact, I'm, I probably fucking bought the other ones too, the Motown Fieldy guys, Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Because I remember, I think, I bought all fucking three, bro. <gasps> but those nice. didn't mean shit to me. Those were only like the first. I, re- I remember those specifically because it was the first CDs that I fucking do, bought. Okay. So I'll, I'll, do you, I'll do you one. I'll do you even I'm one ready. Go more. ahead. I'm ready. I remember the first CD that I shoplifted. Oh, never have I. But okay, <laughs> tell me more. I, see, I see. As a kid growing up, I was a shithead. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I was sort of like finding every single shitty thing to do, and I was doing it because we were going through a time of turmoil. Other than drinking and doing drugs, I was pretty much straight edge until I graduated high school, which is mm-hmm. odd. Uh, you know, now thinking back to it, but my whole thing was fucking stealing shit and you know causing mayhem otherwise. And it was three eleven, the self titled album I stole from the warehouse. In Plaza Bonita. Damn fool, that's ballsy. Cause shit, like there's like bells, whistles, alarms that go off when you do that shit. I remember that place. I remember the warehouse at the freaking the Plaza Bonita. It yeah. was upstairs next to Macy's on the corner, right next to the exit. Was that you, dirty bastard? You had it all planned. Out. <laughs> I had it all planned out, dude. Three Eleven, not yeah. even the Down album. You went with the fucking self-titled, the one well, that what is on there? That is Down. Oh, so I thought the, it was the, called the, I thought the Blue, it was called the blue, al- the blue oh, album. Okay. Is, is is the Down oh. album? Yeah. Well, in order to bridge that gap to my story, um, that was the first concert I ever went to. Alone. Really? That was my first concert I ever went to. My first concert was in Fiesta Island, and it was Pinchi, um 311. I want to finish this. 311 and um, Rage Against the Machine and Sugar Ray. It was some shit they did for like MTV, Summer, Pops, something like that. It was me and a couple of homies, and we just got lit with Avalanche. Taquara, do you remember that drink? It looked like pinchy, um, like scope or like yeah, yeah like that the mouthwash. But it came like in a bottle shaped of little ice or little whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it might not have been avalanche because it was a blue or green one, and there was a red one called like the lava or some shit. And that one tastes <laughs> like peppermint, made me vomit. But that was the first pinchy concierto that I went to that I remember that I wiled out at because um, I crowd surfed and uh, MTV was there and on. I remember I recorded it on my VCR on an interlude between commercials. Oh, like, you were in there? I was in there crowd serving like, we'll be right back next with more. Pinchy and it was me just like, ah. The pride of Chula Vista. Dude, I was there, bro, with a fucking puka <laughs> shell necklace and a tight old, like, button-up light blue shirt. Living the dream. What? To, to, I don't want to derail that story, but, and I'm uh, jumping subjects again. Bro, we started with Tool and Strippers. Hey, we're here. <laughs> this is where we are now. So... Along those lines, so you're crowd surfing on yeah. MTV before Three Punk. Uh-huh. And before what was was that the closest you ever got to like celebrity and TV and all that? Like me crowd surfing on on at that show? Yeah, like yeah. I mean, fuck, who, am I? who was that? I was just fucking little Mexican from Benita and Trula Vista. I ain't got nothing. We were in a band and and we got a lot of like. Notoriety, notoriety locally for that. Locally. Yo, that was a hard shit to say for a little paisita. Notoriety Notor- locally. Locally. Local, local notoriety. notoriety. There it is. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> for that, like they would put little articles and we were on Warp Tour and we were doing our shit. So, I mean, but I think that came around the same time, man. I mean, fuck. I live a quiet, calm life, bro. There's nothing, nothing fancy about it. Ahorita lo mismo, güey. Well, boy, you're just more busy. Yeah. Like today. Perfect example. Since we like to just fuck it. I was told we're the Seinfeld of podcasts and people fucking love it. Now, I don't know if I was, was I cool with that? 
Because this all today is a perfect example. We were listening to you like fucking rock out with your dick out to fucking tool, you know? And then we just went from there to strippers that you know, strippers that I knew. And then one of them like passed away. And then the other one didn't want you to go give her dollars. And then. Why do strippers die? Yeah, what? What's the deal? What's, What's strippers the deal die? with dying strippers? <laughs> so. And that's where we are. We're the are we the fucking Seinfeld of podcasts? I don't know. I mean, what's what what's Seinfeldy? Uh, nothing. We just don't. We talk it, about nothing. The, the the famous thing about Seinfeld is the show about nothing, right? Yeah. Basically, we're the show about nothing. We're a podcast. And then people ask me, "How do you ever fucking come up with your titles?" Like, I'll listen to it after you produce it and send it back to me, and I'll just get stuck on something stupid that you or I or when glasses shows up says, and then it just goes. There you go. Side note. Sidebar. This is the seventh show in a row that glasses is myths. Seven. We all had agreed to come here today. Well, okay, wait, 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 wait. He told it. He 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 set it up. I did. Oh, was he? Okay, yeah, I, did, I did. He's like, hey, let's do an impromptu show today. Are you available? I said, you know what? It's got to be from sas to sas. I had been throwing out the the lure all week to kind of see like when because it, it's here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think, and I know you have like Monday. Here we go talking shop again but i know you have monday scheduled and for me like that's the only way to do a podcast is to have a scheduled mm-hmm. day otherwise it works. it's chaos adulting um but it's hard to find a time when three adult humans can sit down and bullshit for an hour like it, it's obvious it's, sham. Yeah, obvious it's, it's, this is where we are right now yeah this is this is very obvious but we miss glasses i do i think i think when he's <laughs> or shall here, I rephrase we miss glasses glasses do we miss <laughs> i do i think he's he's genuinely funny when he's uh when he's being funny when he took his medicine <laughs> uh, damn <laughs> when he took his upper pills i i mean i have a great time with i, I have a great time when i hang out with chris we we did a bike ride how uh, was that it was really fun did you fall no i never fall did anyone fall nobody fell nice clip-ons yeah. and everything i clipped on but did glasses he? is still doing regular pedals ah, okay here's the thing uh i think for glasses it was kind of like an an easy ride because he's pretty athletic we've discussed this before yes he's uh, very athletic for me it was you know not a hard ride but i'm I was still like at the end of it, i'm like okay that was a that was a ride i think we did like 12 miles okay not a big deal um but we're going again this saturday this Saturday again? Uh-huh. Damn, you guys are turning it into a thing now. I'm trying to, man. All I right, really, okay, I right, really, right. I really need to, I really need to turn getting back into shape a thing. Well, I mean, you are in a shape of a thing. Damn. But hey, I didn't say good or bad, cabrón. I just said you are a shape Fuck. of a thing. Chivato. I mean, yeah. To backtrack, yes, we have shows about nothing, and they usually turn into something. Yeah. Tool sucks. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just playing. I enjoy tool. I just don't know about the new tool. If you take a 13-year break off of anything, it's going to be hard to capture my attention and bring me back in. Well, they, see, the thing is, is I don't think they're trying to capture anybody's attention. No, and that's they what came, I like about Tool. They came back after 13 years yeah. and, and wrote basically mm-hmm. six songs that are 15 minutes long. Yeah. And so it's going to be... A hard sell. It's going to be a hard sell. But that's not their intent. Right. You know? And I think a lot of people are getting so caught up in, well, you know, they're, they're not, you know, they're not songs and, and there are these big sprawling... Anthems. Anthems. Yeah. And, the criticism that I the, that I see the most is that their the songwriting is weak, and I go, well, like, I don't know, man. I think I, I think what they've done is that they've it's the culmination of six albums of work, and they finally feel like they're able to just do what they want to do. Yeah, I can see um, that happening. And so it's just to 
we're circling back again. I think the album is great. Yeah. Uh, highly recommended. Uh, if 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 you want like a banger of a song. They have a banger on there? There's one. ¿Cómo se llama la rola? Tempest. Tempest. Yeah. You know what I like about music these days? I don't have to fucking buy it. Mm-hmm. You know? I have a subscription to... ¿Cómo se llama esa madre? El Spotify. Spor- el Spotify. El Spotify. And I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. You know? We got the kids. They listen to their little uh, garbage, like, play school music on there. Oh, dude. You know? I like, have found... I have found... Tell me what you found. Holy shit. Please. It's a gold mine. Go ahead. For kids' music, mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's coming out. It's coming out. I'm coming out. So I, I stumbled on it on accident, looking for kids' music because, like, you know, my kids are. I, I I have never been the type of parent who's been like, "Well, I'm gonna fucking play metal for my kids because I want them to grow up listening to metal." I let them listen to whatever the fuck they want. Like I, like I, I, you know, I see parents and they're like. They're shoving their kids in fucking Morrissey shirts and Pink Floyd shirts and, and <laughs> the dead Ram- or the Ramones shirts, and, you know, Ramones shirts. And look, if that's if that's how you parent, that's fine. I just think that a child should be able to figure out their own musical path because I think music is important for us as humans. And so I always try to find silly shit for them to listen to, but I stumbled on this fucking thing, and I and I can't figure out if it's initially for adults. But it's kind of like silly in the way that like uh, I can't quite I can't quite come up with it. Like if it's supposed to be for kids, but also has like an adult sort of feel to it, feel to it. So like one of their big songs is Raining Tacos. And it's literally this. It's raining tacos. Damn, son. out of the sky. Tacos. No need to ask why. So, like, this shit is right up my alley because this is a kind of like bubble pop, uh, female-led bands that I listen and, to. And and the, the the line, if you didn't catch it, was so open your eyes and close your mouth because it's raining tacos. Like it's it's it, it feels like it's right on the innuendo, right on the verge of being pervy, like pervy. But the, it's also it's it's for kids. There's one in particular called I Ke- I can't stop googling myself. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me find this shit because this is fucking wild, dude. I, I I think I stumbled on something that I'm not supposed to have like seen. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Bro, you're talking about tacos while you're finding that. I was um, running around all errands today. I brought Wifey along with me. We had a lot of shit to do. So I said, you know what? You're going to see what goes on in the morning from mm. like the time I get out of UPS to the time I come home around one-ish, two-ish. So... Bounce back and forth all day, doctor's appointments, the brewery, the bar, the bar, the brewery, the Manhattan to pick up pinchy pickle juice, back to the bar, back to the brewery. And then I was like, dude, see, this is why I come home and I'm tired and I just want to take a shower and chill for like an hour or two before we do it all over again. Yeah. We went to Tacos del Gordo. Orale. Bro, pigged out on something called the Campechana fries. It's like Ooh. fries with abogada and pinchy carne asada on top Damn, of it. Son. Bro, amazing. On top of that, two mulitas, which, mulas. I don't know why people don't do this more often. I get the mulas and I split it in half. I do. I do the same thing. And I create thing. two fucking tacos. Yeah. One with cheese, one without. Exactly. Magic, bro. I do the same thing. The magic of mulas. People, people I go to. So we go to Tacos El Revolucion. Okay, Bonita Road. Yeah. And my coworkers will be like, "Well, why do you get mulitas instead of ordering four tacos?" And I go, "Because, bitch." Go ahead. 
A taco doesn't have cheese on it. Now what? Go ahead. Now and what? Now Debate I got. Me. Now I got four tacos mm. with cheese on them. Fuck Boom. you. Boom. And it's, guess what? The tortilla is thicker in a mula, bro. The tortilla is thicker in a fucking mula. I agree. All right. I'm with you. 100%. So I'm getting full off of fucking two mulas, as opposed to having to order like eight pinchy tacos, bro. <laughs> Like, yeah, you know, it, and they put a lot of meat on it. Yes, because it's, it's two it's, fucking big ass tortillas. You don't want to embarrass yourself with like minuscule amounts of meat just kind of slathered inside of two yeah. tortillas, guacamole, queso, and everything else. Unless you're having like 40 of them. Yes, at that point, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Mulas. You're welcome. If motherfuckers haven't heard about a mula, which I'm a little offended if you haven't. If you listen to Emo Brown, the pinchy side is Mexican. <laughs> if you haven't, I mean, what are you doing in uh, San Diego anyway? Por favor, believe it. Leave. Um, yeah, mulas, bro. Yeah, that's what. No, no, I agree with you. Is this too much food? I had two mulas, two asada, two alovadas, and between and the and the campechano fries, which was a fucking that's monster. Not, that sounds like a lot of. A it lot was of wifey food, and I, but also I'd probably get down. Yeah, it was wifey and I. I mean, if you've seen me on social media, I'm not a, I'm not a, afraid of eating food. You know what? I have that picture. I'm going to post that motherfucker up right now. Which one? The, tar- oh, the food. You're going to post a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> I need more pictures of you. Nah. Así es el pedo. Tell me about this song you found. What's going well, on? So, so it's the same group. It's, they're, they're called Perry Grip. <laughs> P-A-R-R-Y Grip. And it's just weird. Pretty enough, bro. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What's the name of the band? Perry Snip? Perry Grip. Perry Grip. Yeah. And and most of the songs, I gotta tell you, are super innocent. Like the, there's one, uh there's one about breakfast burritos. And it's just talking about Yo, are they Mexican? Listen. Well, a minute. Bro, this is like K-pop, like anime, like like Pixie Aka, like the backup dancers for fucking Gwen Stefani, the cultural appropriate. So. Turn that shit off. You're easy to eat when I'm driving a car, oh dude. My God. I, <laughs> it's it's uh, so I like it because the kids are having a good time, but also I'm like, it's a fucking song about breakfast burritos. What the fuck? And tacos? Yeah, Rich and googling tacos and googling yourself. Bro, and that's also to 2019. Look, let me let me let me let me spin nip this one for you. Do you like waffles? Yeah, we like waffles. Do you like pancakes? Yeah, we like pancakes. Do you like French toast? Yeah, we like French toast. It sounds like a simple plan. It sounds like ninth, early 2000s pop punk. It's, look, dude, it's the funniest thing because I, when I stumbled on it. Dude, they're marketing to kids. They want to create obese children. I want a waffle. It's I want a pancake. It's I want a taco. I want to Google myself. I want a fucking breakfast burrito. <gasps> the vanity. <laughs> There's also a the lot of songs about, about cats. Uh, and and uh, 
So like it's internet fodder. One donut a day, fried chicken, great nachos, great price. Wait, no mames. Waffles are outrageous. <laughs> Sandwich, Como soup. Como diabetes. <laughs> Midnight snack, garbanzo, pizza bagel. Like, I don't even know what pizza bagel is. What's this? Come on, play. Gluttony, bro. All it is is puro pinchy gluttony. Oh, now the fucking thing doesn't want to go? Good, man. They heard you talking shit about it. They're like, you know? Dude, that's a nerf herder. That's a nerf herder. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I really, oh I really God, dig it. It's, it's, it's like fucking geek, bro. You know? No. What can I say? You've said enough. I, it feel, you know what it feels like, dude? It feels like uh, it almost feels like Aquabats. Yeah. Uh, like that was a nerf herder. That sounded just like nerf herder. Yeah, I agree. Damn. All right, I'll look it up. I'll play it for them. We got soccer practice after yeah. this. I'll play it in the car. I'll just slip it see in. See what and they see do. What, and see what reaction. And so my kid, dude, my especially my daughter, dude, she's like all day. She goes, it's raining tacos. Your daughter's cool. Your daughter's, <laughs> Your daughter's, daughter's, daughter's just pretty fucking daughter cool. Pretty fucking she could cool. be the coolest Gonzalez I know there. Damn. Damn. My she, first concert. Legit. I remembered. That was my first concert. The 311 Rage Sugar Ray one was the first concert where I got drunk and just ah, wild out. But your first concert ever? Ever. I was 14 with my cousins wearing botas, piteado, tejana. Paisar out, bro. Like norteño out because that was my shit. That was what I was all about. We went to go watch um, Los Tiranos del Norte, mm-hmm. Los Tucanes, and some pinchy paisa band named Bron- Bronco when I was little that everybody loved. Wowzers. Yeah. That was it, bro. Memories. Okay. That's what brought me to that. It took a while to full circle it, but that that was my legit first concert. You know I'm Mexican because the first concert ever was that one. So my first concert ever, uh, ironically, was a Green Day, the Green Day Halloween show. What the hell is that? Fucking years. And, well, it was a. It was a. They were here on Halloween uh-huh. in San Diego. Fucking. Like, Where did they play? Forever. I don't even remember, dude. Um, my mom took me. I went with my mom. Nerd, nerd, and I was like super stoked. I was like, "Yeah, my mom's here," because I, yeah. I didn't care at the time. Like, I wasn't. It was before I was so like wrapped up in being in, cool. In, <laughs> no, and just not looking like a fucking idiot. I guess, oh, but man. you know, all all of the irony was gone. Green Day, your mom, and you. Yeah, it's not bad. We had a great time. It's not bad. It's not bad. Damn. It was the same year I think I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live. What the fuck do you mean live? Dad, you don't remember this? No. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's the same year. I'll be honest with you. I think the memories might be mixed up. But Ninja Turtles, when the movies came out, they had like a live show that happened at Sports Arena that was like them doing like uh, this, some songs. So like you remember Ninja Rap from Vanilla Ice? Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, so he did that. Wasn't Vanilla Ice rapping with yeah. him? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Sure enough, but he wasn't there. Oh. It was just the ninjas. Boring. Yeah, of course. And uh, they would throw out like foam pizzas out to the audience and, and it was it was something else. But Bro, times were awesome back then. Times were pretty fucking cool back then, man. I have, I have gone on record multiple, multiple of times to say that the 90s, best decade ever. So are we kind of like approaching the full cycle of that decade coming back because you know how it no. it goes back and forth no. 80s were cool for a bit are we still stuck in the 80s 
No, I, I mean nine hundred two one zero. The Redux is bad. I think fashion has rehit the nineties, but huh? I I think that the reason why I and I t- I feel very passionate about this. I'm making see the reason eyebrows. why I think that the 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 nineties are a, a decade that no no other decade can touch is I think that there's a certain earnestness in the nineties okay. that. That has yet to, uh, you know, in the 80s where everybody was fucking bummed out with New Wave and, and dude, Sugar, Sugar Ray like came Sunday. out in the 90s. And I still, to this day, I'm like, yeah, dude, every, you every just want to fly. There's a fucking halo hanging on the corner of my girlfriend's <laughs> yeah. four post bed. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with, like, maybe if you sing it, that reference would be better. Look, if you don't know that reference, every morning, when yeah. I-, <laughs> I just, I, I, I think that there was a certain, there was a certain unironic earnestness about the nineties. Mm-hmm. You could basically, you could basically make a song about anything. It was happy like, times. Fucking a like flagpole sitter. Like I know Chris does a thing about flagpole sitter. Like he hates the song or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, but but he has honestly, a Harvey Danger tattoo in his nalga. He probably, he probably should. He probably should does. get one. But I think like I think the nineties were a time that anybody could do anything. And not be super judged about it. So now what are we? Dude, it's fucking, You get judged for everything. For fucking everything, man. And. Go ahead. Mm, capper. Speaking of which. Ready? You told us to watch the Chappelle show. Yeah, the, 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 Not the Chappelle show, but the Chappelle special. I the, did. The newest one on uh-huh. uh, Netflix. Wow. Right? Wow, wow. I want to hear your take. Because the, the last show I did with my compita, el dirty, el Eddie, we talked about it. I'd like to hear your spin. I, I am so so impressed by his by his lack of giving a fuck <laughs> giving a fuck dude because honestly and and not to say not to say that like i'm i'm not i'm definitely not one of those people like hey dude if it's a joke it's you know it's 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 funny mm-hmm. like yeah dude i you know i understand that sexism isn't funny and mm-hmm. i understand that racism isn't funny mm-hmm. but at the same time like i think i think in a situation where a comedian can make light of these things and make them funny at the same time. <laughs> Bro, all right. Challenge accepted. Jesus Christ. Bruno. Bruno, Bruno just brought us two more beers. Holy shit. It's a good thing I'm walking. Jesus Christ. I I, I don't want to be like, oh, hats off to Chappelle. But, but really, I think that the guy has been doing the same bit for 20 years and that's what i was gonna say and you can say consider the source but in a parallel it's like consider the setting like where is he delivering these like jokes this message like it's a comedic special yeah like it's his stand-up special it's something that he does repeatedly decades yeah upon I decades, think, look, upon he's, decades he said it best he says look you clicked on my face what did yeah. you expect what did you expect and so say? here's he, he, i i know i know do we 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 are we are in an era of you know indignant anger about basically everything judgy offended yelper and and i'm 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 on i'm on record Cause I don't want to. I don't want to be like, look, dude. If you get offended by Chappelle, you know, check yourself. Check your privilege. No, at the never door. that. Never that. If you're offended yeah. by Chappelle, be offended by Chappelle. Right. But the same way you don't expect us to be shitty to you about it, you don't have to return the favor and be shitty and be like, oh, that sucks that you're into Chappelle. That you know, he he talks about he, you know he he talked about that uh the uh, the abortion thing. Yes. And I thought it was very poignant when he was saying like, you know what, if you got a dick, 
you got no place to talk about this. Like, it's a woman's body, you know, let her decide. And and that's the end of the story. Where I kind of depart a little bit on him, and he's like, well, you know, if it's if 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 the man doesn't want it, then you know, I I I don't I don't know if I agree with him on specifically that point, but but dude, ultimately, it's a fu- it's it's a fucking comedy. It's special, a comedy special. Dude. Dude. I, I just can't special. I can't get offended about a fucking guy who's up there. He's like he he's talking about you know he's talking about the n word, and he's like, well. You know why? Why? Why would you call me that? If, yeah. If that's what you know, but he's he's digging in, man. He's he's not going anywhere. I mean, as it relates, not physically, but he that's where he is. These are his views. These are his stance. You can choose to listen to him or not. You know, it's a little different if Dave Chappelle was the leader of the free world. Yeah. And he's the president, and he has a huge platform, and he's spewing these things. Yeah. He's not. He's legitimate entertainment. He's been a comedian. His entire yeah. fucking adult life. If you go into that special thinking it's going to be anything different than what he's done his entire career. Jokes on you. Exactly. You know, and, and jokes on you. I mean, shit, dude. I remember the first thing I saw of, of, of Dave Chappelle, and this is probably like a super deep cut. But if you remember uh, Eddie, uh, Mur- Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Where he's playing uh, Clump. Uh, the Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. Y- yeah. Do you remember I that do- scene? Is it way? Look Dude, at you. That was like his first, like. I that think was it, before Half Baked? Yeah, man. Not by much, because those. Not by much. Because those kind of came out around the same. All and right, so cool. I'm no, I'm no, like, stranger to Dave Chappelle. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've been following that guy's career forever and the Chappelle show. And, and before Chappelle, it was Eddie Murphy. Before Eddie Murphy was George Carlin. And I'm just going strictly on, like, this kind of humor, cutting edge, offensive. There's a shit ton of comedians. But guess what? There will continue to be a shit ton of comedians. Well, you you even I mean, and, and it's not and, and you know it's not just American culture. Like you have you have Mexican comedians like Polo Polo who've done. Oof, papito, tell me more about Polo Polo. Well, so I mean, Woo! I, I had a, a bunch I grew of up it, on that shit. I had a bunch of his cassettes yeah. as, a, as a young kid, yeah. and and that like that style of comedy has informed a lot of of sort of my my not necessarily my upbringing, but my sense of humor and mm-hmm. and I dude. I just think that in an era of people that are really touchy about a lot of things, uh-huh. I think that even if you aren't on board with a lot of the things he says, I think that it's okay to laugh at things that aren't comfortable to laugh at. Yeah, um, It's a fine line, right? It because is. I, and you know when It's tricky. Even when we talk about it, you're like, oh, fuck. Well, maybe it is. And for me, it's like, it's comedy. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Like, it's comedy. Polo Polo, bro. Polo Polo made it normalize that drunk uncle at family parties like and i'm thinking like damn it's the way my uncle's like he's crazy like fuck yeah and then i listen to polo but i was like oh fuck he's normal that's that, i guess i guess there's an uncle like that in every family for those of you who don't know polo polo is i highly suggest you get in on that and shit, he's on he, he's also on spotify is uh, he on spotify yeah yeah game I took changer a, bro i I'm took like, a little bit of a deep dive like <laughs> a year ago red. uh because i i had a very distinct memory as a child having his cassette tapes and so i was like dude like let me what skit triggered you to remember about polo polo what, what's your what's your most memorable polo skit that whole bit when he's talking about the es un partido le latigazos like that <laughs> shit to me is it's the funniest fucking thing where it's like in a in a in a boxing ring uh-huh. but they're talking shit to each other like that stuff is it's so it's so ahead of its time and so brilliant and 
Dude, you don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like, you don't see that shit anymore, man. You don't see comedy that is just yeah. raw and, and without irony and just people trying to be fucking funny, dude. Dude, homework assignment. Homework assignment. Okay. Let's find out if Polo Polo is still fucking performing and try to procure some tickets, bro. We got to fucking do that. My guess is that he's not. Really? You think he's that old? Well, he was kind of old in. I'm going to be. I don't know if he was old or just <laughs> a drunk who smoked and just shit on people. Like, He's 75. Yeah, it's not that old. It's not that old. It's not that old. Fuck. Bill Cosby was doing <laughs> inappropriate comedic shit in his 75s, probably. Yeah. No, no, say. Bill Cosby. Yeah, Damn, so yeah, this is why we're the fucking Seinfeld of podcasts. Strippers. Tacos. Tool. Music. Polo Polo. Look at that. We touch on all of it. How far do we get? Uh, 40 minutes. What the fuck? That's an episode. Bro, that's a fucking episode. We just... We just, just spit these motherfuckers out, bro. spit it out. No big and deal. I was like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I got 40 minutes. What? You got 40 minutes? Fuck it. Let's go in the studio. Let's fucking just, do it, eh? Let's just, let's just do one, eh? Let's do one. Yeah. Beachy Jack Black looking motherfucker. <sighs> I like it. See, Emo Brown is easy, bro. I think we, we've come... Let's just clink clank on that shit. I think we've come to the point now where... It's just a conversation. And when and you haven't been here, so when my friend Dirty comes in, the lady, it's just a conversation. He's a Monday dude. Yeah, he's a Monday dude. All and right, then I'll, I'll talk to Maddie. I'll come out on a Monday. And then Maddie's a Monday dude too. Maddie comes out. So that, that's what I think it's going to be on. Mondays, I'm going to bring homies. Like the close homies out. Because what I, what I like about those shows is that we have stories on each other. Like, hey, yeah. fool, remember that shit? Boo, that was wild. You know, like we have lame ass stories of golf and drinking and eating and our wives and just things that are outlandish. You know, I think that... And to close up, go ahead. I, I think what happens is as as we get older, I think <laughs> what's kind of the bummer is it's it's it becomes less about experiences and more about memories, uh, the things that you talk about. Because I I I don't do wacky shit anymore, dude. Like I I don't you know I'm not I I, I work I go home take care of my kids go to sleep watch Game, hor- watch horror set, movies match. So yeah, man. Like to reminisce with with dudes that you have history with. I think that's that's also important to document. Very important, man. Can never forget the roots of what we've done. Agreed. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. El Shamps. Who goes there? Who goes there? Podcast.com slash anything. The Elwood. Yeah. All things. Yeah. For you. Uh, but, 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 but if, if you're into spooky things, uh, September and October really, it really cranks up. So we've got it coming up this, this week. I have to watch that, right? Yeah, chapter two is coming up this week. Uh, we've got a lot of shit coming up. So if you want to hear, you know, people, stupid people talking about uh, nerds, who goes there podcast.com. Damn. It's your one stop those And for those daddies who are, you know, just learning about yourself, this new era in your life, this new chapter in your life. Am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? I'm going to fuck up my child by letting him listen to Polo Polo. Uh, uh. We have another podcast coming out called Dadcore. <laughs> that shit's coming out Just soon. Pure parenting pure nonsense. Parenting debogleness, bro. Parenting brought to you by two former musician and current lamos. Stay on the lookout for that. Hasta Orale. luego.